Good morning. How's everyone? Hey, I'm blessed. If you're blessed, I'm blessed. And if I ain't blessed, you're going to bless me. Say, bless you, Pastor. I'm blessed. One of the things that hurts us, and we were talking earlier, the guys that hurts us with men is the lack of desire to listen to someone. And we, have, we were talking about how uh, so many men, they won't go to psychologists, they won't go to a counselor, and they won't go to their pastor because, well, he's just a man like me. And they don't have grandpas, and they don't have fathers, so they talk to each other. And we know how dangerous that is. Well, the Bible teaches us that there is something that we need to seek as men and women, and that is wise counsel. Whether you know it or not, there's somebody that knows more than you. What happens is too many people think they get knowledge and wisdom confused. You, some of you, how many of you have went to school? In here, went to some kind of school. How many of you even got degrees? And that meant that the person taught you knew more than you did. Right, so you're just going off somebody else's knowledge. But, in, but sometimes in life, we need someone that can see around the corner. So we're going to talk about how important it is for us to have knowledge through wisdom. And I'm going to take my time, and it's going to sound like I'm repeating myself. I am. I don't want y'all to think I've got dementia or anything, all right? I'm repeating myself because you need to hear it twice. That's everybody needs to hear it twice, and for some, maybe three times. So we're going to, when we walk out of here, we want to walk out of here knowing more than when we walked in here. The Bible teaches us that we need to listen. Have you ever prayed? Wow. (laughs) Wow, that's good. Most people pray and they are really talking at God, not listening at him. And so we want to get it clear because there's so many things that's going on in this country now that we need wisdom and knowledge and understanding. And so we're going to start with what a wise man can do. Now remember, the scripture was written years ago, so when it says a wise man, that's a wise woman too. Okay, and if I can catch myself, I'll say wise woman in here. Okay, here we go. We'll start with Proverbs 1, 5 from King James. A wise man or woman will hear and will increase learning. You can't increase your learning unless you're hearing. You can be in a classroom or you can be in church and hear and not learning. You remember the old school when the parents used to say, do you hear me? And you say yes, and then they say, are you listening? Some of you all understand that. So you, can, you got to hear and learn. And this is why so many people, or Christian people, are in the same position that they were 
when they first got in. They called carnal Christians. You know, they're carnal Christians, babes in Christ, mature Christians, and the elite Christians. And some people stay as carnal Christians because they come to church, they're hearing, but they're not learning. And some people, you may know them, and not you, right? You may know them, but they keep making the same mistake over and over, even though they're getting the lessons that would give them the information to go a different direction. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen somebody that's trapped walking, and maybe you've done that, traveling the same direction, wishing that they could go another direction, but not enough sense to listen to the signs and take an exit? Do you understand what I'm talking about? You know, take an exit and go around and go another direction? Y'all with me? And so, so, so if, if you ever came to church and said, I'm going to quit coming to church because it makes me uncomfortable, well, learning should make you uncomfortable because learning challenges you. And there are people that's put in our lives as, as counselors and, 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 and uh, pastors and, and, and people that have wisdom. We'll get to the wisdom later. People who have knowledge, it challenges you. You can't go into any class and not be challenged. You're going to come out with an F. Does that make sense? And so what we want to talk about is, has your learning increased since you've been coming to church? That is the issue. Has your learning increased since you've been coming to church? Keep going, please. And a man or woman of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. If a person that wants understanding, they, they want wise counsel. Isn't it a shame now that, that we don't have the grandparents that we used to have? That you'd sit down there and them old folks could tell you. They didn't have all of the knowledge you have. But you remember when grandma didn't have the knowledge, but she had the wit? Do you understand that? And if, I don't know if some of you all have been listening lately. A lot of some of the things that my parents, uh, us older ones' parents done, now they're looking at it in the medical field and say, if you would do this, this would help you from getting this. Uh, Dr. Oz makes a lot of money on his uh, show, and I was looking at, listening to him and looking at him, and they're saying a thing that would cut the flu down in half and colds down in half if you would... Uh, get lukewarm water and salt and gargle once a day. Well, some of us remember because we used to do that, right? Right, because, you know, they didn't have much of money for Listerine and all that kind of stuff they use now. Right? Do you understand? Yes, and that's a pretty simple thing, right? Well, that was called wit. Do you understand? You know, now, don't you all, I'm not going to tell you what was in it, but, you know, we go to the doctor and we get all of this medication and a big bill. Years ago, they'd give us a hot toddy. And, and tell you to go in there and sweat it out. Uh, some of y'all know, now I'm talking about when you had a cold, they would give you a high toddy, right? You see, that was called wit. And they got, we got that from wise counsel. Do you understand that? One of the main uh, dishes now for cancer is broccoli. Yes, and guess what? Greens. Collard greens is good for fighting cancer. Collard greens, of all things, right? You see? Uh, and so these are things that wisdom gives you and wise counsel gives you. And, and we left that. And look how sick we become because we, we, we're looking for uh, an easy way out or something else. But if we would go, sometimes instead of going to the doctor, you'd be better off going to grandma. 
all right? But they tell you not to go to the doctor's office or hospital because that's one of the most dangerous places you can go. So we may need to go to grandma. That's why it's counseling. Are y'all understand what I'm talking about? So if you want, sometimes, if you want to be a, you have to be a learner, say that, learner. A lot of men and women don't put themselves in a position to be a learner. You can't learn anything unless you put yourself in the position to be a learner. Do you understand what I'm saying? The next one, please. Proverbs 11:14 from King James, then from the message. Where no counsel is, the people fall. And where there's no counsel, the people fall. If, if, if you, we have to have people in our lives to lead and guide us. The Bible says where there's no counsel, the people fall. And look at the situation and circumstances we are living in today. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't know where, how, how we got in such a, such a bad shape that we're in. You know, I, don't, I feel sorry for school teachers now. We were talking about that early. You know, Kansas is wanting more school teachers. Missouri is wanting more school teachers, right? We say, right, I've already looked it up. Okay, yeah, all right. You see, you all haven't looked it up. And I was telling them in there, the reason that these school teachers don't want to teach is because they don't want to deal with these people's little brats. And then the big brat comes and takes up for the little brat. Right? But we, we had, when I grew up, we had wise counsel. Don't let me have to go up. Now, can I say what, what my dad would say? Don't let me have to go up there and talk to them white folks. <laughs> no, that's what he said. Oh, yeah. Right. So you, we, that, that was very wise counsel. Yeah, it was. That was wise counsel because you didn't get in trouble. Do you understand? That don't let me meant don't let me. You see, that was wise. And, and some of us listened to that. And, and, and the ones that didn't listen to that taught the others how to learn from it because of what they got themselves into. And we need to go back to that wise counsel. I'm, parents, how is so many children that are getting in trouble and parents have no idea? Well, I'm talking about emotional trouble. Now, this is what I'm saying. Get up here with me. All of these women that are going forth now talking about they were being molested as children, right? You know what I'm wondering? Where were these parents at? These people had to wait 30 or 40 years to tell somebody, to entrust in somebody, to tell somebody that they went through those issues. Why couldn't they go to mom and daddy? You understand what I'm saying? And why wasn't there more wise counsel? Now, listen to me very carefully. Why is there more wise counsel that we didn't put... You, we people didn't put themselves, excuse me, in that position. We need wise counsel more now than any other time in the history of this country. But in the Bible, it's already, it protects us. Wise counsel will protect you. It won't, it, won't, it won't cause you not to do some things, but it'll cause you not to get into some things. Do you understand me? All right? And so we have people falling for the lack of wise counsel. And wise counsel should start in the home. Amen. It should start in the home, and then it goes to the next generation and then to the next generation, right? And if you don't have it, go call somebody up. Somebody, somebody's got the answer. Do you understand? You know, I get less calls than probably most pastors because they say I have a reputation of being very hard. And pastor won't talk to you very long. Well, it doesn't take very long to answer your question. Right. That's why I ain't talking to you very long. Because there's a thing, if you talk long, you talk wrong. All right? All right, so you, you see, so I should get more calls for wise counsel because one thing about it is if you lived as long as I've lived, you've been through some things and you've seen some things. All right, keep going. 
But if we have the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And we have a multitude of counselors, there is safety. We had a great class uh, a few weeks ago with counselor, I call her counselor. Uh, counselor had a great class with, our, with the ministers. Our ministers meet every Saturday. We meet every Saturday. We've been doing it for about eight months, and we have different people come in and talk to the ministers. Well, counselor came in, and she talked to us about grieving. And uh, I thought, wow, that's really good. So we had family in Richmond uh, Saturday, and, guess, and she came in and talked to the people about grieving. Wasn't that an awesome class, y'all? And she, she done an awesome class teaching people. Now, some of you are going to grieve and fall apart, and you're going to blame God, and you're going to say, well, your church had it right there for you. And somebody said, well, nobody heard me. Well, read on the back of your paper. It was there. What, yeah, it was there that we were going to have that. But uh, she gave us some wise counsel to teach us how to grieve. Not only with loved ones that we lose loved ones, we lose other parts uh, mentally and emotionally we lose. And that wise counsel would keep a lot of us from falling. And we're so grateful that you've done that. Thank you so much. All right? I'm going to read it now from the message. Without good direction, people lose their way. And without good direction, people lose their way. Well, where are they going to get that direction from? It should come from those that are responsible for them. First of all, it should start at the home. And you have a home church where you can get information and direction. And many of you in here got lost and got hurt because you didn't have good direction. Financially, there was nobody there to help you, nobody to guide you, and look what it cost you. All right? Does that make sense? Are y'all listening to me? That's why you're doing this? Okay, I'm just make sure you ain't asleep. <laughs> when you do messages like this, people go to sleep because it, it makes them uncomfortable because they think about the mistakes that they made in their lives because nobody was there. And then they begin to think about the mistakes that they made with their children and, and don't get caught up in all that. We start in the day. All right? That's right. The more wise counsel you follow, the better your chances. See, the, the more wise counsel you follow, the better your chances. People who make it are people who have people around them that are wise. That's just a fact. And the more wise counsel you have, I'm talking about good wise counsel you have, the better you're going to make it. We shouldn't be in the situation. Come on. There's some people in this church that you can say amen if you want and just be quiet if you don't. But there's some in here, I know a fact, that have had some wise counsel right. You wouldn't be in the financial state that you're in. Some in the physical state they're in. Some in the mental or emotional state they're in. But you didn't seek wise counsel. And, and see, one thing the Bible says, I think I'm going to read that pretty soon, lean not into your own understanding. Yes. And when you lean to your own understanding, man, that's limited. All right, does that make sense? I think that's the next one I'm reading, yep, isn't it? that is the next one. Proverbs right. 3, 5 through 7 from the NIV, then from the voice. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. Now, now, I'm going two ways with this. This is the one we talk about God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. I, I must trust God because my understanding is limited. You see, there, after I get so far, I got to start guessing. And you don't want to start guessing your way through life. And some of you know what I'm talking about when you start guessing your way through life. You don't want to follow your emotions. You ever follow your emotions? Right? And you, have you ever done something and said, well, at the time it felt like a good ideal? Yes. But if you had had a good understanding, it should have stayed an ideal? Right. Does anybody understand what I'm talking yes. about here? Yes. Right? So the Bible's done said, Johnny Fields, don't you lean to your own understanding. Well, I said, God, I got a good ideal. And God told me back, I said, you keep that an ideal. <laughs> and listen to me. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right, here we go. 
In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. And that means in all our ways, we got to submit to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will, will help us and straighten out that crooked path. Now, some of you all will be with me because some folks, you know, you came in a different way. But Brother DJ, some of us came here on a crooked road. Now, I mean, we was on a crooked road. You know what I'm saying, Brother Nathan? And we, needed, we didn't need anybody to talk, preach to us. We needed somebody to give us, put us on a straight path. Well, you can't put somebody on a straight path. And you can't walk a straight path unless God is directing you. Because sometimes it looks like it's a straight path. You see, I've been on straight paths. But guess, ask what happened. It was a dead end. Do you understand? But God is going to put you on a straight path that will lead you into the kingdom of heaven. That was good. I just thought of that thing. Man. <laughs> All right. Keep going. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Don't be wise in your own eyes. And how many people have been fooled by their eyes? Come on here. Yeah, that cost you a lot, didn't it, bro? You, you understand, sis? Right? Don't be fooled by your own eyes. Because some things that look good ain't good. The old folks used to say all the glitters is not gold. And sometimes your eyes can play tricks. Have your eyes ever played tricks with you? Do you understand what I'm saying? You looked in the mirror and you, you thought you had it together and you walked out the mirror and somebody said, what is that on your mouth? <laughs> oh, yes. You know, I had to make it clear for you, right? That's right. Have you ever went, because we're keeping this plain and simple today, because have you ever went to the store and seen something on a mannequin? Is that what they call them things? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I call them dummies. <laughs> All right, right. You see, and it looked good on the dummy. Right. And you bought it. Didn't look good on the other dummy that bought it. All right, because the eyes played what? Tricks on you. You understand what I'm talking about? You laughing because it's true. Isn't it true? Because some things look good and they can play because I've seen it. Can I say it? In here. <laughs> All right, and I want to say, yeah, them eyes were failing them this morning. Get me out of this. <laughs> All right, next we'll read it from The Voice. Place your trust in the eternal. Rely on him completely. You got to put your trust in God and rely on him. That is the only 100% there is. It's in God. You got to rely on him in every aspect of your life. All right? Never depend upon your own ideas and inventions. Don't depend on it. It won't last. I haven't had an idea that lasted. There's no invention that lasted. We just got through talking about it. We got all these inventions they got, we going right on back to grandma, right? Keep going for me, please. Give him the credit for everything you accomplish. When you do something good, give God the glory. All right? And he will smooth out and straighten the road that lies ahead. And then if you, and once you honor him, you honor God, God will honor you. And he'll, he'll do more for you. When you take the credit, that's the only blessing you get. But when you honor God, he blesses you more. You all are the same way. If somebody does something good and tells you about how blessed you are in their life, right, they'll do more for you. You'll do the same thing. But if you do something for somebody and they forget to thank you and forget to give you something, you're going to do this, right? Yep. Well, you don't want God to do that, right? right? So you give him the honor. Do you know why you're here this morning? Because he woke you up. That's right. Amen. That's right. Give God the glory. All right. And don't think you can decide on your own what is right and what is wrong. And that gets most of us in trouble. We want to decide what is right and what is wrong. 
Do you all know who you ought to really love in this church? It's Sister Gwen, the first lady. Because sometimes I'll mention her something about somebody done crazy in here. She said, John, she calls me John, <laughs> it makes sense to them. And that calms me down. Because if it makes sense to them, if it makes sense to you and you're wrong, I'm good. But if you're doing it for spite, then I ain't good. Do you understand? And she does that quite often to, with me. It makes sense to them. Then sometimes say, John, you, you know, that's not what you should do. I know it makes sense to you, but you need to do such and such and such. Right. I don't take that advice, but anyway. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I do. I'm just joking. Go ahead. <laughs> Respect the eternal. Turn and run from evil. Respect the eternal and turn and run for, from evil. Now, this sounds like... Uh, this is where it's going to get good for it till yet. And I want you to understand. I want to come from my commentary. And it says, it says, the word of knowledge is a supernatural revelation by the Spirit of God concerning certain facts in the mind of God. Facts about people, places, or things in the present or past. Now that is, now listen to me. That is the word of knowledge. Now, knowledge comes from, stay with me, knowledge comes from books and personalities. Say that. Knowledge comes from books and personalities. So that's when you go to school, you get knowledge from the book and the personality of the teacher. Is that right? So we understand that. But then there's, there's, there's a, and people get confused. Now, listen to me. I'm going to try to take it slow. Do like this if you're getting it. What some people get confused is they want to take their knowledge and think it's spiritual. But knowledge is not a spiritual thing. Knowledge is a thing that we get from books and, uh, and, and revelations from it. Because somebody else wrote something, we teach that something. Does that make sense? And so, like in here, like, like as a coach, as a coach for years, the thing that I have to separate is coaching from pastoring. Now, now up here, it's the same thing. I'm speaking as motivating and, and teaching. But... When someone talks to me and wants wise counsel, they ain't looking for a coach. You see, they're looking for pastor. Does that make sense? Because coach might tell them, go, you need to go run some laps. I just said that. Coach might tell them to go somewhere. Right? But, uh, but a pastor will tell them another. And each person has, that's why in here, listen to me and don't get all upset. In here, pastor doesn't use school teachers to teach Sunday school. And a lot of people say, why don't you use school teachers to teach Sunday school? And I tell them because they need to learn how to be in a learning mode. Does that make sense? If you got sense, it makes sense, all right? Let me do it again. They need to be in a learning mode. So that gives them an opportunity to what? To learn because their job is always what? Teaching. So we don't do that here because we want them to have an opportunity to put in a learning mode. And the hardest people to teach or, be, or anything are people who have a profession in something because they want to be that in the church. Well, you, you ain't that in the church, right? That's something somebody has taught you. Does that make sense? But in the church, we want you to be under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Does that make sense? Now, this will make sense to you because some people have a gift that is necessary for the church, and that is the word of wisdom. The word of wisdom is a supernatural revelation, excuse me, by the mind and the will of God. Now, listen, the word of wisdom is a supernatural, okay, listen to me, revelation of the word of God. You can't find that in a book. 
Now, here's what, where does that come from? God has people that he's put in our lives that, that, that helps us. And, if we, and, and especially if you go to 1 Corinthians, don't turn there. 1 Corinthians 7, uh, uh, 12 and 8 is where it's at. And it talks about God gives some people the gift of wisdom. So what that means is God has blessed some people with the gift of wisdom, okay? And it is a supernatural gift that God has given them. Do you understand me? All right. And so that is for the gift of the church, the body of Christ. When he gives all the gifts, you can read that when you get home. It talks about all the gifts. So Pastor Fields, let's just use it, makes it easier, has the gift of wisdom and it's anointed. That wisdom comes from God. Now, somebody should challenge the pastor and say, well, doesn't it say in the in the book of James that you can pray for wisdom and God will give you wisdom? It says that. Say yes. All right. It does say that. But so, so it's, I'm trying to help you all out the best I can. Up in here. All right. So it says that. But the wisdom James is talking about is life affairs. He's asked, James is telling the church that you need to pray, uh, pray to God to give you wisdom how to handle your life. And in affairs of life. Does that make sense? Well, the gift that Paul is talking about in Corinthians is, is a gift that God has blessed some people with that's anointed. It's a supernatural gift that is a different, whole different type of wisdom. Are you with me? I'm trying to go slow. You with me? All right, because, you know, this is not, I usually like to go a little faster. But we're good, right? All right, here we go. Read that for me so I, I can look at the people and see if they fall asleep or not. Okay, the right. difference between the two gifts Revelation, the word of knowledge, is always present tense or concerning something that has happened in the past. See, see, that, that is, is, is helping me now. That's what James tells you. James says, you, that, that'll help me now to determine what's going on in my life at the present. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. All right. And the word of wisdom always speaks of the future. Say, the word of wisdom is going to speak of the future. That's prophetic. All right. So that means you have to have that gift. All right. And so when you go to that person that has the gift of the word of wisdom, they're going to tell you something that you need to know that's coming in the future. See the difference in the gifts. All right. So so when sometimes when pastor gives a message, it's a prophetic message. He's telling you something that you need to get that's coming up on you. Does that make sense? You may be sitting in the pew and not getting something somebody else is getting, and you shouldn't, but it's telling you something is whispering in your ear, said you need to listen to this message because this is coming up on you, because this is about the future. Does that make sense? All right. I don't know where I'm at. Uh, we can go to the next Proverbs. Now. Okay. So that, we, we're going to the next Proverbs, but I want to make sure that everybody gets this part here. It's very important for you to understand that you need to go to somebody that has wisdom because they can tell you. Here's an old saying that I use. You can take a man that has knowledge and he can speak for 20 minutes. You can take a woman that has knowledge and they can speak for 20 minutes. You can take a man that has wisdom, he can do the same thing in two. That's just a fact. I tell people, you, you, see, when you're talking too long, you're into knowledge, right? But you can, if, if you have God's wisdom, you can, you can do it in two minutes. Do you understand what I'm saying? Understand. Okay. This right. is hard. <laughs> All right. Proverbs 1, 3 through 6 from the message. It is written down so we will know how to live well and right. Okay. The Bible is written down so we will do what? 
live well and right. And so, but we have to, and, and see, and God gives us people that has the spirit of wisdom to teach us and to put it in our lives where we need that after a while. Does that make sense? Say, make it clear, Pastor. Make it clear, Pastor. In the Old Testament, they were talking about Jesus coming. That was wisdom. That was wisdom, right? Supernatural wisdom. They knew that the Christ was coming, all right? Uh, do you all understand? Let's do it this way. Jesus was walking, and John the Baptist looked around and said, whoa, the Lamb of God. And then one time they were always arguing over who Jesus was. Jesus says, who do men say I am? And remember the disciples say, some say Jeremiah, and some say Elijah, and some say one of the other prophets. And then Peter says, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then Jesus said, Peter, flesh and blood did not reveal that to you. In other words, knowledge did not reveal that to you, but the supernatural wisdom of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. To understand what life means and where it's going. See, see, so I need somebody sometimes to give me a spiritual understanding with wisdom to tell me which direction my life is going. Do you understand what I'm saying? See, wisdom, wisdom will upset some people by ordaining a bartender. Because you ain't got no business ordaining a bartender. Isn't that right? Because, and people will criticize you when you say you're ordaining a bartender. Ain't we glad that our ex-bartender now, Brother DJ, is doing a good job? Yes, amen. And some folk in here looked at me crazy because they thought they should have it. And that's exactly why they didn't get it. Because they thought they should have it, right? But the Spirit will reveal things to you that knowledge doesn't understand. Because it's beyond knowledge. Because the Spirit of wisdom knows where that person's going to end up at. There was a young lady this morning when I was eating breakfast and she I was doing a talk, an incredible talk, uh, to, to a women's conference. And uh, she was saying that she waited five and a half years before she got married, her and her husband. And she was waiting for God to confirm that was the right man for her. I ain't talking y'all, I'm talking her. Everybody got like, whoa, yes, that's why you've done it through it three times. You probably should have waited five years like she did and you would have got the right one. Okay, here, um, that was knowledge talking. But wisdom, wisdom, wisdom told her and confirmed that and she is uh, married and she went with her life. How many people have left something that they should have stayed, but they listened to knowledge and not the spirit of wisdom? They went and they leaned to their own understanding. How many people got into something they shouldn't have got into because they leaned to their own understanding and didn't listen or go to somebody who had the spirit of wisdom that could tell them where that would end up at? All right. Okay goes on to say this is a manual for living. For this is what? A manual for living. So, so when, when this is a manual f- for living, but it takes somebody with wisdom to explain it to us so that we can take the knowledge 
from here with the wisdom that person has put in with it and pray for the wisdom that James talked about, right? And put it in our lives to help us with our life affairs. That's right. Is that clear? All right. In verse four, it says to teach the inexperienced the ropes and give our young people a grasp on reality. And see, and we should, and this is where it should be, this here helps us to teach the what? The young people. Teaches the young people. It also says, and it teaches us, and, and, and to experience the ropes and to give our young people. The, the reason young people are making so many mistakes is they ain't been taught nothing. And you know what someone, some parents say, and some of you all say that in there, get with, don't be all upset, want to get church. I say that. Well, kids need to make their own decisions. If they could, what are you there for? Right? Most of them make their decisions by looking at you. Right? But the Bible says we need to teach them how to handle life's issues. And that's why we pray for wisdom. Isn't that right? That's right. And then when we, our wisdom runs out that we pray for, we go to somebody who has the gift of wisdom. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. I'm working hard not to work hard. <laughs> but it something. ain't working. <laughs> All right. There's something here also for seasoned men and women. Still a thing or two for the experience to learn. And see, it doesn't matter who you are or how old you are. You should be a learner. There's something in there for you to learn. Does that make sense? You all would be, see, the the reason pastor's smart than the most, uh, I'll say the smarter than all the men in here. Say why? Why? I have five people I call, none of them in here. Maybe one in here uh, that I call when I make decisions. Yeah. And one of my, I'll just use one of mine, because he, you can call him and he'll get with you, is Brother Fred. Brother Fred is the wisest man and knows scripture and can back it up. Yeah, he can, with whatever he says. And, 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 and you know, Brother Fred's in D.C. now, but he's still my prayer partner. And so sometimes when I think I need to do something, I call him up because he does have the gift of wisdom. And he, you know, and he can help me to understand some things because no matter how much I try to stay in that, sometimes I get into me. And usually that gets me in trouble, so I have to go to somebody that's got wisdom that's not involved in the situation and the circumstance to help me to get the information. And this is why many of you are sitting in this here looking at me like I done lost my mind. This is why you where you at, because you don't have anybody in your life that you'll go to, and pride will keep you from getting what you need to help you in your life affairs. Do you understand? Because sooner or later, you're going to run into something that you need somebody else to help you get out of that something. Do you understand? I had no idea of what grieving was until counselor began to talk to what grieving was. And I didn't know I was grieving, but I was grieving. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it opened up some doors for me to get a good understanding of that sometimes, I always thought grieving was when you cried. You see, you know, you know, you like you cried and fall. No, there's sometimes grieving is you eating too much. You see, grieving is is you get in a solitude. You see what I'm saying? And it gave me an understanding to be able to deal with other people's issues because someone had knowledge. Yes, went to school and got the knowledge. And I've been praying for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. So God brought this young lady into my life to help give me the knowledge. And with my wisdom, with that, it gave me an understanding of what God wanted me to do and how he wanted me to handle certain situations with myself and with people. Amen. Amen. That's a mouthful, wasn't it? It was. 
I should be a pastor. So you know God is wise, right? How many of you believe God is wise? Okay, you made a good choice then, huh? I'm putting pastor up here. Not y'all, me. <laughs> so we need to do that. And see, here's what it is. You need to look around you and see. And one of the things that we don't do sometimes, I teach you, I tell you all all the time, Sister Gwen is people's saving grace in here. She has a, yeah, she is. She has an incredible gift of wit. And she can talk to me sometimes, and I'm just like, wow, that makes sense. You understand? Well, God wouldn't, he said he would supply you if you have any needs. Isn't that right? He knew that I needed someone that had a type of wit that could calm me down and to give me a greater understanding of the natural man. Does that make sense? Okay. Verse 6 says, fresh wisdom to probe and penetrate the rhymes and reasons of wise men and women. See, see, I need something to penetrate what? Some Johnny Fields. Have you ever got in your own way? Yes. And you needed something to penetrate that? Because, see, see, some of us are knuckleheads. Isn't that right? And, and No, no. Some of us, we ain't like a peanut. You can crush a peanut with your fingers. But some of us, you need that hammer. Like them acorns, you know, you got to kind of hit that with something. Because, oh, yeah. You got to have something that can, will penetrate our way of thinking and our way of processing. We need to thank God for that. And there are people who have the spirit of wisdom who can do that. All right. Now we'll be reading from Proverbs 19, 20 through 21 from King James, then the NIV. Hear counsel and receive instruction. Now here's what the Bible is telling us. Hear counsel and wise instruction. Isn't it something how it is a shame. Now this is the statistic for every church. The statistic they say for churches that only 25% of the people get the message. Right. Now, we're trying to get to 30. That's, right. That's a t- any church, only 20. The reason is their mindset. Because some people are so interested in quoting what the pastor is saying and seeing what mistake he might have made or what word wasn't pronounced right. Or if somebody missed the scripture, they're missing the message. Or who's sitting next to them of where they were at last night, where they're going later. See, but you all are smart. You don't care who, who's sitting next to you, and you're not thinking about where you were at last night. You come here to get a good lesson, and you know that your pastor has the spirit of wisdom, and you're getting that, and then you can go home and say, go Chiefs. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's, the, that's how you do it, huh? Do it in divine order. That's divine order. You're getting your spiritual food first, right? right. And then you're going home and get the uh, hot wings and, and tea. That's right. <laughs> Kool-Aid. <Right>. Red Kool-Aid. <laughs> now, the white folks don't know what I'm talking about. Black folks like red Kool-Aid. That's where that comes from. <laughs> They're like, red Kool-Aid? That's <laughs> clean. If you hear counsel and receive instruction, you may be wise in the end. You, you hear counsel and wise instruction, you'll be wise in the end. Too many people pay too big a price. Too big a price for not getting good instruction and wise counsel. Too big a price. All right? There are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord is what shall stand. Only what God has for you will stand. That's right. All of my ideals, dreams, and visions will fall apart. 
but what God has planned for you, that'll stand. Next week, we're doing spiritual revelation, and that'll help you understand that better. All right? Now from the NIV, listen to advice and accept discipline. We've got to listen to advice and accept discipline. You know, uh, it is hard sometimes to listen to advice and accept discipline. But the hospitals are full of people who didn't. Prisons are full of people who didn't. Because somebody was telling them what was right and what was wrong. Folks, we went on a thing in here. I gave y'all some good advice, wasn't it? We were all going to lose, what was I say, six, six, five, so many pounds, all right? And we were going to lose at least that. And remember, Pastor lost eight, and, all right? And, you know, Pastor's been in the hospital and going through all these things, and he's on a new medication. And they got some steroids. Now Pastor's got to lose 10. <laughs> and so we're we starting to diet Monday. I didn't know I was eating everything in sight. Gwen said, it's steroids doing it. Now I see why those guys get buffed. I'm not trying to get buffed, but I'm going to listen to my wife. She said, we're cutting down on this. We're going to cut down on this. We're going to do this. That's wise counsel. Y'all want me around here, don't you? That's right, yes. And you want me around here slim and trim, right? That's right. All right, I got to listen to the wife. Yeah. yeah. Verse 21, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Some people never get where they're supposed to be because they're still trying to do their own plans. The only things ever going to work in your life is what God has got planned for you. Does that make sense? There are a lot of things. I had no plans to be a pastor, none. And you know, I quit three times. You all know that, right? right. I had no plans. But God's plan prevailed. But it didn't prevail until I submitted to what he had planned for me. Everything else is going to fall apart. And if you're unhappy now where you're at, it's because you probably are in your own gig and not his gig. Do you understand? You know, I'm going to use counselor again today. She had no idea she's going to start a new ministry coming back here from St. Louis. Got a new ministry. See, see, I'm going to lay hands on her and, and give her papers as a minister of counseling for the church Amen. and any other church. She didn't know that to now, but, you know, I don't ask folks stuff. But it, <laughs> right, 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 right. And it's been helping us so much. See, a lot of people in here don't know what we do. Yes, every Saturday, these ministers are in here. And we've had different people coming in telling us things, and we're learning, and we're getting educated in areas that we have never been educated before. Because we have a leader, Pastor Fields, we have a leader. We know we don't know everything. That's right. We don't know how women feel. So we brought them in. And they talked to us and told us how they feel in different institutions. And we've been blessed with that. That's called wise counsel. Yes. All right? And I will finish off with Proverbs 4 and 13 from the NIV. You ready for me to end it up? That's what I want to hear. Even though I'm going to end it up, I want to hear <laughs> Hold on to instructions. Do not let it go. Guard it well, for it is your life. Proverbs 4 and 13. Hold on to your instructions. Do not let it go. 
Guard it. It is your life. Do you love your life? Hold on to it. You know, it's kind of like the guy praying, God, guide my steps. God said, I can't guide your steps. And he said, why? He said, you ain't stepping. <laughs> you get where I'm coming from? God bless me and lead and guide me. He said, you ain't listening. Are you good? All right, that's good. I'm done. That's enough. All right, come on, give me a hand clap. There you go, there you go. Sometimes, 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 sometimes people, you may have more left, but it ain't time for that. 